Hello, and welcome to Alive Another Day podcast. This podcast is dedicated to the unsolved, the unknown, and the supernatural. Thank you so much for joining me today on today's dark adventure. If you like the episode, please consider following. If you would like to see photos from today's case, please check us out on Instagram at aliveanotherday underscore. Thank you. Now let's get started with today's dark adventure. On Sunday, December 7th of 1958, Kenneth and Barbara Martin were still in a festive mood from their previous evening's Christmas party. They decided to take their three daughters, Barbara, known as Barbie, Virginia, and Susan, on a day trip to gather greenery to make Christmas wreaths. They all left in their family's red Ford station wagon from their Portland, Oregon home to the countryside, where they headed east into the Columbia River Gorge. Knowledge of where the Martins were specifically throughout the day is scarce. The family was seen a few times before completely vanishing, most notably at the gas station in Cascade Locks around 4 p.m., Paradise Snack Bar where a waitress served them, and reports afterwards by passing motorists indicating they'd seen the family in an unspecified location on the north bank of the Columbia River. According to eyewitnesses, Kenneth was reported wearing a tan zip-up jacket and dark slacks, while Barbara wore a navy blue coat, a plaid jacket, and a black print dress. Barbie was in jeans with rolled cuffs and a beige coat. I couldn't find any reports about Virginia or Susan, which is unfortunate because those are two other people missing, and we don't know what they were wearing. When Kenneth did not arrive to work the next day at the Eccles Electric Home Service Company, his boss, Taylor Eccles, grew curious and tried to get in touch with Kenneth. Barbie, Virginia, and Susan were all marked absent at their schools. That evening, Taylor Eccles reported the family missing to the police. After Taylor's call, police investigated their home at around 11 p.m., searching for any signs of foul play. The police noticed the house was undisturbed. There were wet clothes in the washing machine and dishes still drying in the rack from the previous day. Martin's bank accounts were also checked and there was still a substantial money amount left in there. Searches were undertaken by both the Multnomah County and the Hood River County Police. However, neither of them could find any substantial lead. A white Chevrolet registered in Venice, Los Angeles, California was found in the Cascade Locks the day of the Martin's disappearance. This vehicle had been reported stolen. Also near the site of the abandoned Chevrolet was a 38 Colt Commander handgun covered in blood in the bushes. Sadly, this was never processed for evidence. And I'm not sure why that wouldn't be processed for evidence since there, it has blood on it, so something happened. And the backstory behind this gun is very interesting, to say the least. The person believed to have stolen this gun was Donald Martin, son of Kenneth and Barbara. However, Donald was across the United States on duty in the U.S. Navy in New York, so he was not the person who had the gun last. A very interesting, about two years earlier, he was the one who was suspected of stealing this gun, along, among other things. The same day the Martins went missing, Roy Light and another unnamed man, who were both ex-convicts, were arrested for car theft in the Hood River County in connection to the Chevrolet. This definitely raised suspicion with the Martins case. A waiter at Hood River Restaurant, where the Martins were last seen, told law enforcement he saw Light and the other ex-convict the same time the Martins were there. 
The waiter also stated that the two men got up and left at the same time the Martins did. So that's, to me, really suspicious. Especially since they had three young daughters with them. And it just seems really predatory to me and terrifying, obviously, for the parents. But I guess maybe they just didn't notice that, weren't thinking this. This was is the 1950s, so we're less, or not we, but they were less aware of, like, predatory behavior in certain people. So when I hear cases like this, I constantly remind myself to be like hyper aware of my surroundings, especially when I'm alone. So remember to always immediately lock your doors when you are getting into your car. That is like super important and that will literally stop somebody from just like grabbing you or taking over the car. So remember to lock your doors. With over 200 letters and hundreds of phone calls, one tip was from an orchard owner claiming to have witnessed a man and a woman on December 7th gathering greenery in a canyon where a Native American burial ground was located. He also added that, that the following week he noticed this flock of buzzards flying in this direction. Now if you don't know what buzzards are, buzzards are just large birds of prey. So they would eat on dead animals and things like that. So human meat is definitely not out of the question. This incited a search inside the canyon, however, nothing else was found. By February 1959, investigators had undertaken searches of various locations, including the greater Portland metropolitan region, as well as searches on Mount Hood. Near the Dales, a volunteer searcher found tracks leading off a cliff which reportedly matched the Martins Ford. Paint chips were also found at this location and were sent to the FBI for analysis and it was determined that the paint was the same paint used on the make and model of the Martin's vehicle. So that's pretty like damning evidence if I do say so myself. Running off the possibility that the Martin's vehicle may have plunged into the river, the United States Army Corps of Engineers lowered the level of the river by five feet or 1.5 meters in the lake behind Bonneville Dam, which was searched with sonar technology, but unfortunately this yielded no results. On May 1st, 1959, a river drilling rig near the Dales reportedly hooked onto something heavy, but it became dislodged before coming to the surface. Just a day later, on May 2nd, in the early morning, a fisherman and his wife reported what seemed to be two bodies floating down the Cascade Locks. The next two days, both Susan and Virginia would be discovered and identified through dental records. So it's interesting that the rigging had gotten stuck on that really heavy item that they don't know what it was because it got dislodged before it got to the surface and then two bodies were then found maybe while they were dislodging it some of the bodies floated out maybe the windows were open in the car but like you know they were wearing their seat belts but you know you, you wouldn't have survived anyway if the car went into the water or impact or anything like that but maybe somehow it broke something and then the bodies were freed but there's nothing that says that happened, but that's just my idea of like what might have happened. Autopsies were performed on both Susan and Virginia. One of the technicians who had taken the fingerprints prior to the autopsies indicated to the medical examiner what they believed to be bullet holes on each of the girls' bodies. However, according to the medical examiner's report, no injuries of the sort were found. The sheriff, who was thinking the same way I was, concluded that the drilling rig had accidentally hooked the Ford and dislodged one of the doors, allowing the bodies of the two youngest girls to surface. The area was searched again using sonar technology and helicopters, 
but neither the car nor the remaining three members of the Martin family were found. Afterwards, it was discovered that both the girls had died from drowning. So this leaves us with the question of what really did happen. Was it a horrible accident or something very more sinister? Um, we do not know from this day. The biggest question is, why didn't Donald travel back when his family disappeared? He didn't even attend the memorial service of his sisters, Susan and Virginia. Their cremated remains would be left unclaimed for over a decade until 1969, being retrieved by an unknown person. It was learned that Donald's relationship with his family had been strained. Ken and Barbara were apparently strict and religious. They had sent Donald to a Christian college, which he had left to enlist in the Navy. Some believed it was because he had stolen those goods before, um, talking about the gun, but apparently the reason was that his parents had discovered that he had been romantically involved with another man and they were very vocal about their disapproval. Some believe Donald hired the two ex-cons to drive his parents and three sisters off the cliff. However, police were never able to either confirm or disprove this theory. As of 2021, the remains of Kenneth, Barbara, and Barbie remain undiscovered and their vehicle has not been found. So what do you think happened? Let me know any theories you have on my Instagram. As always, be safe and stay wary.